Right, now we were chapter Yud, is that right? Yeah. And what had actually happened, if you remember, the, the, um, all the, the, the nations of Israel, Canaan, had been scared stiff by all the things that the Yudin had done, and that is, apart from what they heard about Mitzrayim and, and Yamsuf, as a give anywhere to say, but also crossing over the Yarden had, had an enormous nisim and defeating and defeating uh, um, by, by nisim. So they were scared stiff, and they reacted in two different ways. One way was by the Givonim who decided that they were trying to make shalom with Palisol, and that was the story which we which we had. And the other, the other derech we had was first described um, at an earlier stage, and that was at the beginning of chapter to to Ches, at a test, sorry. That's the whole of Eretz Yisrael. All those Eva Yarden up in the hill country, which is central Eretz Yisrael. Shvelo is a lower down. Chayf Hayom is by the coast. Yeah, and Mulhalavonai all the way up to the to that to Lebanon. You've got the loss apart from the uh, apart from the. Um, the Gershuni, who had already gone to Africa, and his face comes to Yachtul, Elohim, and Yeshua, they all agreed to come together. Yeah, so there was a united attitude, we're all going to come and fight against the Yidden, maybe they succeeded in, in destroying this one town, Yerichai, and that admittedly did have this, but nevertheless they took heart from the Battle of Ai, which where Kali Yisrael had had to use um, <coughs> stratagem of sort of pretending to withdraw to uh, to withdraw, and they had a, an ambush. So they, it seemed to them that the, you know, maybe we can we can succeed if we all come together in one great thing. And yet, when Givain, the Givainim joined up with Kali Yisrael, and we found this attack upon upon um, upon um, the people of Givain, that is to say. They were annoyed that Gideonim had joined up with Kali Soil and they thought that this, this is one of the strongest towns and they are joining up with the Yidden will teach them a lesson. You don't find that everybody joined in. It was only a few. If you look at the beginning of chapter Yud, King Yerushalayim, and then he talks out who he joined in, in, in Posit Gimel, they had the King of Heaven, and the king of Yarmais and Yophia and, and Lochish and Tavir and, and Menachegla. So these are towns who joined in, who joined in with five, we had five kings who joined in together. And all of these are apparently the Emiri. Yeah. These are the Emiri who, who came together. If you look in Polzak, hey, it's a Yosfu, Vayalu, Kamesh's Malche Hoi So it seems to me, I mean it's my own suggestion to explain what's happening, is that although there has been an agreement among all the kings of the whole of Eretz soil, we'll all join together to fight these Jews. The battle which we, which we were involved in last week was only a battle of five. That is, five of them were so belidict about the fact that Givain had joined in with Kali soil that they took preemptive action on their own without collecting everybody else. We will see that in chapter, the next chapter that in fact all the kings come together. 
Well, we don't, a lot of fight given. Yes. Because what they were trying to do was just right, to smash right. up Gibeon. They weren't intending, perhaps, to, to kill Gideon at all. Mm-hmm. They were just going to teach Gideon a lesson. And that's what the psuk, how the psukim now makes sense. Because it says that the, in, in chapter Yud, that he got a fate, and he said, come along. In chapter, in positive, Dullah, for example, Allah Yazun even Nakis Gideon. Gideon is Yeshua. There's been a Yeshua. And they came together. Only what happened was, the people of Gibeon sent a message to Yeshua saying, you, we're now your Avodim, save us. So Yeshua came along with a quiet seek by night, and then he had this miracle, he stopped the sun, and one thing another, and he stopped the sun, and then therefore they, he was able to, to fight against these five kings, and he, be, he defeated them. But this was only therefore a battle, which wasn't meant to be the great battle attacking Kalisot. This was just a sort of a, a intended as a punishment of the town of Gibeon, who had joined up on the wrong side. That's my, my suggestion of, of what, has, what has happened. Now, you can also see why this would have been, why these would have been the people who joined together. Look again at the map. Given is really into central Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, it's, it's my, I've written it by hand. Yeah. And you, the, the other country, uh, towns, going from clockwise, Yerushalayim, Hever, moving then towards the west, Lachish and Yamois. So you've got this central southern hill country. And that's apparently, you can see that from the colour, by the The coloration shows that it's yeah. hill country. And on, as we know, in, as you're driving uh, from, the, uh, from, the, from uh, Ben-Gurion, you're in flatland, and then it begins to go up yeah. towards Yushalayim, towards the hills. This is the central hills. This is where the Emori were living. They tried to, to smash up in him, failed, and now Yeshua is dealing with these people only. So let's remember what happened here. Um, Posuk, which Posuk have we got up to? If you remind me. Sorry? Cafe. So, what, yes, what had happened was that the five kings had found themselves, had fled from the battle, and they'd gone to the town of Makeda, where they had been caught. They'd got hidden in a in a uh, cave and he'd stopped up the cave while they carried on trying to find the people who had ru- who had run away and now he went back to he went back to Makeda took took away the uh, took away the uh, stones and taken them out and, and had killed had um, had, had um, so far only humiliated them by stamping on their on their necks so then now Yeshua said to the, his army, Because you've now seen the Satzloch that we've got. Be, uh, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. We will do the same to anyone else. Now that, as it were, they've been um, humiliated, now Yeshua killed them. Yakim means to hurt. I mean, so it doesn't mean necessarily you kill. So it has to say Vayakim Vayamisim. Vayislaim Achamisha Eitzim. And then they were stuck on the gallows after they were killed. Vayutuluyim Alo Eitzim Ato Orev. And they were left hanging until until the evening. Vayilais Boy Hashemesh. When it came, the sun was going down. That is Shkia. He commanded they should take them down from the from the gallows. 
וישליכם אל המעלו, אשר נכבו שם אליהו סרון בקי, לקרקסס, לקרקסס, some people escaped but they were only Sweden in the main they were they were, they were killed on the battle yeah. these five had hidden and therefore they were taken out alive and killed and hung up and we didn't allow them to stay overnight because although the Torah only says maybe referring to Jewish bodies but it's uh, but never, it's either it refers to Goisha bodies as well we can't leave them on the ground we find that we're going to that we bury them could be that it's a day not keeping Taharas Horetz there's not as much about a chi of kavua with a din in tahara kavua will be a din for the mess itself the kavod mess whereas tahara will be the idea that there's, there's tumor around and you, you put away the, the tumor whatever it was they now proceeded to attack a large number of cities particularly the cities which had taken part in this attack on Givon I mean, you can you can see why they'd be particularly weak. I mean, the, 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 the they'd just been defeated in this great big battle, so now there wouldn't be so many men left in the towns. It'd be relatively easy to 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 without their kings, without their kings and without their armies in the main part of the Sweden. But he he took the opportunity of doing a few other towns as well in the in the uh, highlands. Right. So let's see what he did. There's Makeda, because they were at Makeda, but so far, of course, What's they were. Of they, they were outside the town of Makeda, yeah? It wasn't inside, there was a town called Makeda. There's Makeda, Loch, and Yeshua, that self same day, he captured the town of Makeda. And he killed them to the sword. There's Malko Hechrim, and the king, he. Here the word Melech. We keep on talking about Melech, but they begin to sound more like a sort of a local chieftain, doesn't it? Yeah, that's more yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, any who was alive in it, was that is the the din of the Torah. This Chayikol Neshama. The Hishy, sorry, nobody was left alive. The Yas the Melech Makeda Kasha also the Melech Yerichai, and he did to the king of Makeda as he had done to the king of Yerichai. That is, the king of Eureka died in battle. So they, he wasn't. Whereas the king of Ai had been captured and had been killed afterwards, as had happened to these five kings. So what happened to him is he died in battle. Okay. So now Yeshua and all the Jewish army went with him. Now, on the map you see that Livna is a little is north of them still south, way south of Yushalayim um, but it's, it's the e- yeah, at the no. edge of the highlands it almost looks like it's in the uh, in the Shreda on this map it's, it's, it's coloured a, a little bit green maybe it's in the, in the low in the low highlands if you see what I mean 
Uh, have you got a Talmud Makeda? It's got a question mark on it. Yeah? But then above that is a Talmud Makeda. It's down there somewhere. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're only dealing with the self, as you will see. That's it. Also, they they won, and the town was given over. This Malko and this king, and and uh, all the people who were in it, they no one was left over. Sorry, also he died in battle. Now they passed over. They came to the town of Lochish. Now that would be they went then due south to Lochish. Lochish must have been a more a, a larger Lokish, town. Lochish yes, is yes, famous yes, as being yes, a big town. So that was of course one of the three towns. Lochish and Azeka was the ones which which stood out just before the um, in the ba- in the uh, in the battles of um, of um, against Ruchanetza. So that was one of the last towns to be captured. It was a very big town, very big city. So therefore, relative by city standards, so therefore he first dealt with Livna, and then he moved on to to Lachish, as you see by Yichan Oleha. Yichan suggests they stayed overnight, they encamped. The other one, they just walked in. Maybe didn't even have any great fortifications. This one, they knew they were going to have trouble with, so they moved back to Lachish. They surrounded it, and they encamped. This is the Lachish we learned in the Lachim, yeah. Yes. Which you can see in British Museum. That's right. Yeah, later on with some Khaivim, yeah. But it seems to have a history, yeah. Always been. But the still exists, it still exists so many years later. Well, yeah, but some of these towns we will see we'll see were destroyed but rebuilt. And very often you have the foundations of one, you know, you, you see mm-hmm. that it's been built and rebuilt and rebuilt. We're gonna to come to one in a moment. And then they fought against it. On the second day they, they captured it. Well, it's really quite fast for a siege. Siege normally take a long time. And uh, so they managed to bash in their way in already on the second day. And all the people who were in it. All that they had done to, to live. No, it doesn't, they used the word kachoyl rather than kasher also, but I don't, yeah. I can't see the, can't see the significance. But what I do notice is there's no king, because the king of Lachish was one of the five kings, mm-hmm. so they didn't have a king. Right. Then the king of Gezer came to help. If you look at again the map, the, it's, it's due north. It's almost parallel. It's even a bit higher than Yushalayim, but of course much much more to the west. So Gezer is also a, a one of these almost in between the Shvela and the, the mountains, so maybe they were friendly with Lachish. So he came along, all on his own, missing that fundamental rule, joined together. No, no, he came on his own. And he killed him and his people. Doesn't seem as if they then bothered to take the town or maybe they did, but we're not. It's not clear they took the town, does it? Because it doesn't say. Amay would suggest to me the people who came up to fight, not all the people of the town. We're missing the normal expression. He killed everybody that was in it. Not clear from the psukim when they came up. It could be that I think the pashtus is 
they heard that Lochish was being attacked and they came up at the time of the siege but maybe they came a bit late you know they came off it doesn't really matter anyway then they moved to from Lochish to Eglain and um, do we have Eglain on that map? Yeah. oh yeah they moved more war to the west I don't, I don't know I can't explain his I can't explain his uh, yeah, can't explain his his system, but anyway, that's what he's done. He then goes from Lochish to Eglaino, or he also encamped against that one. And they fought against it. On that day, that means the day that they encamped. Already they won on that self same day. Any idea of the period of time going from one place to another? It seems to, well, we're not told. It seems to be there is an indication. Some of the sh- seems to suggest it all happened. No, 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 no. Later on, we've been told about seven years. This seems to have happened in a very short time. In a very short, maybe only a few days. But I don't know how long they took. I mean, there's not. These are not great distances. These are not going to be. These are not great distances. They're not great distances to travel. I mean, I don't think it would take you more than half a day to get from, even if you're walking from one to the other. These are not enormous distances. The only thing is, normally, uh, the battles alone take time and, and killing and whatever, but so it does say on the self same day that they encamped, they. they, um, they, 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 they as they are done to to Lachish. Once again, that is, they didn't kill the king because there was there was no king. The king of Eglon had been killed with the with the five kings. He went up. You can see why he went up because he's now going into higher land because he is in Eglon and he's going to go up to Heaven. Heaven, of course, is a much higher land in the middle of the hill country, as you see from the colouring, coloration. Mm-hmm. And they, they killed them with a sword. There's Malka. Huh? Any problem with Malka? Yeah, Malka, he was, if you remember the five kings who attacked, one of them was the king of heaven. So how could they have a king? There must be they've appointed somebody else in the meantime. Yeah. Didn't last long. Yeah. That suggests there's a number of villages mm-hmm. nearby Hebron, which is also under the control of the king of Hebron. And um that's called Nefeshabo, Lahisha sorry, nobody was left over. And this time they actually destroyed it. Why? Uh, because um, no, I don't know. I don't know why. Quite why heaven was especially Yahweh. Then Posit Lamaches Vayoshov. He went back. to Viva. Now the reason why it says he went back is because if you went from Eglon, which was far to the west to go to heaven you almost went past this town of Deva which is lower it may even be that the road yeah. would go instead of going straight over the mountains you can't normally travel over mountains if you may have to go around the side so it may be the road passed through Deva so um, I didn't look that up 
I could have perhaps tried, but I forgot to. So they went back to the town of it and its surrounding towns it's quite a lot of repetition there but I haven't got an explanation of why it, ha- it has so much detail on repeating like he did to this one, like he did to that one, would be sufficient to say about one of them. Vayakel Yeshua is called Haaretz, and then Yeshua, either he, by this process he had already done it, or he now proceeded to do it. It's not clear. Vayakel Yeshua is called Haaretz, that is these hill lands, which would be Devor, the Dever, Heaven, Given. Uh, given if you're allowed to live the south now we've not yet been told about the south so it suggests to me that they then moved and took over the south and the lowland now this can't be the lowland going right the way up uh, up towards uh, Akai and, uh, and uh, Haifa that was, no. that was kind of, what it means is the, the lowland in relation to the hillland that is, these towns, Makedo and Livno and Eglain, were, as I said, on the borders between the hill and the Shvela. So he took over the Shvela of the south. Because all of this is fighting in the south. Froho Ashtois. Now what's this Ashtois business? So Rashi tells us, Mokam Shemehagvois Shoichen. In other words, if you've got hills, so rivers come off the hills, and go down into yes, into the lower countries, and that's how they get their effort to be able to water the ground. So it's not so so um, for agricultural agricultural purposes. You find Ashtois Hapisko, you find in the Chumash. So it's the land which was it's the Shvela and the the places where the water was was um, coming down, and it was 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 that fertile. I'm wondering where this also the word Soder is to be found in this word as well. That's where you would have. In this word. Sorry? In this word. Ashtois. Soda. You've got the word soda inside, haven't you? The plural. Sodos. I'm just suggesting this would be where you'd be able to plant. There's called Malchehem, Lahish is solid, Lahish call, Halashama, Hefkim, Kashi, Tzivah, Hashem, Elokei, Soil, Akolish Borch had commanded. They wouldn't necessarily. No, they wouldn't have done this. This is a terrible thing to do when you think about it, killing man, woman, and child. And I dare say that this is the sort of thing which we get criticized for. But that's, they did it because the Kodesh Baruch had said that if people haven't made Sholem and they haven't gone away, then you have to kill them. came Yehoshua mi Kodesh Now, Kodesh Barnea is very south. I mean, that's way down. It's Kodesh Barnea is, in fact, the place where the Maragli was sent out, yeah? Yeah. I mean, this is the place three days from Eretz soil. So, I don't know if anybody was living in Kodesh Barnea. If he did, he had to send over some people to attack them in Kodesh Barnea. Or maybe there was nobody from Kodesh Barnea for a few days, and they knew, but he meant, he meant the extreme south. Okay, do you understand what I mean? There may have been a few Canaanim living in this peculiar place, Kodesh Barnea, although it's three days' journey. So, in which case, he captured that. Or maybe nobody lived in Kodesh Barnea, it was just an oasis. 
But nevertheless, it means all the way, all the way to, you know, you say, all the way from John O'Groats to Land's End. Even if nobody lives in John O'Groats or Land's End. Nevertheless, it means the, extre- the extremity. Um, the Ad Azor, until Azor, we, we know where Gaza is. Put it from here. Sorry? Put it from here. Yes, right south there. Yeah. Got one of my earlier maps. Yeah. Yeah. Place is very definitely south, is right in the desert. Yeah. So, and then we moved up to Azor, which is on the coast, or near the coast, uh, Gaza. There's called Eretz Goshen. Now, this is a bit of a problem because we don't know what Eretz Goshen is. The only Goshen we know is in Mitzrayim. And it's clearly not that one. And uh, if you look in, um, in Rashi, uh, in Rashi, so no, Rashi, somebody else says, don't make a mistake, this is not the, this is not the Goshen, but where this Goshen is, Vesmanish, it's also obviously somewhere in the south, Vad Givain until Givain. Now let's have a look at this Rashi. You actually going to say something interesting. Mikodesh Baneyad Azor, Mitzad Dreme Yisrael Eres Yisrael, who, this is all south, Min HaMizrach Lamarov, from the east to the west. I don't think he means Kodesh Baneyad in the east. But it means the whole east to the west was now captured. Yes. But he didn't go all the way to the coast. Because it doesn't say he went to the coast. He left over Gaza. You know, Gaza was been at so you leave him over, and just look what happens. So Gaza was left over, which Ashtod as well. Ashdod and Azor had been left over, as we will find in later, in later, in later Pesukim. So he went all the way to Azor, but he didn't actually capture Azor. Yeah? And you can see why he would have done that, because he was only doing the lands associated with the hill country. And that's the highland, so and the, the ones were so, uh, connected to them. He didn't go all the way to the coastal area. He just did the Shreda. He didn't do the Chayfayom, who would have been other, the other people. Not that I think we're pushed him. Can I just make a, a general comment? I mean, we, later on in, in, in Maloch, in later on in, in Shreftim, we're always busy with the blooming Plishtim, yeah? not to be confused with the Palestinians. Yeah? Um, but there's no reference in Chumash to Plishtim, is there? is there? I mean, where do we find Chumash Plishtim? I mean, just now. What? Derech Eres Plishtim. Yeah, I don't mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. What I meant to say is that when we're told now, as in this week's Hedras, capture Eretz Yisrael, yeah, it always seems, it's, it's the, the Miragli was were told that who was Baal Chayf Hayom? It doesn't say the Plishtim were Baal Hayom, it says the Knanim are Baal Hayom. So it seems to me you might have been calling it Eretz Plishtim, but they were set a separate group of the Knanim. They weren't the... Uh, I think I'm going to get into a mavruch on this one. Maybe we should leave it till we first meet the Belishtim. What, what my theory is, and I, and I just had a theory, and I haven't yet properly analysed it even in my own mind, but what I'm thinking is that when, later, when we later on talk about the Belishtim, that is what they used to call the Sea Peoples, who, attacked, who came and attacked later. They're not the original inhabitants of Eretz because we talk about seven countries, nations yeah. as being in Eretz and we don't talk about the Plishtim 
we talk about the Kalani yeah. Mehmed. So what about the Plishtim? Who are clearly there from the time of Avraham Avinu, as you've now commented, yes, Mr. Samson. Clearly Avraham, they were Plishtim. So I think the Plishtim were not a separate people. They were, like we talk about the Givainim. And the Givainim turned out to be only a type of the, of the people of Canaan. So in the same way, I think the Plishtim at that time were, the, were people who were simply occupying an area called Plishti land. Not that they were a separate people, called, except that they're, they're the people in the land, if you see what I mean. Right, well, it's just, it's not really... But anyway, Lamar says, all we're told is, they went all the way to Azor, but he didn't bother to actually get the, the capture, the actual Chayfayom. You know, it's just sort of divided into... Uh, there's this side of the Yarden, it's called Yarova, and you've got the, the Hor, which is what we're dealing with, the Hor, the Shveira, and then you've got the Negev, and you've got Chayfayom. So the Chayf HaYom is not being captured. One capture. One, one, it was, this was one campaign that it, he managed to succeed in, in, in controlling the whole of the hill country and the Shveil of the South. Why? Okay. So now they went back to where they were, which was encamped in Gilgal, which if you remember was to the east of Yerichai, near the river, the Yardim, and that's where they left the Mishkan, and they, you know, they'd done their job, and they uh, wiped out, they hadn't yet, oh, no, it was, nobody was going to live there yet, no Yidden were moving in, they just all went back to Gilgal. Yeah, campaign finished. Right, right now we get to Yudalaf. When Yovin, the king of Chotzer, heard about this. Now, Chotzer, if you look again at the map, is way north. In fact, it's almost at the top of the map. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's north of the Kinneret. It's a major Chotzer. Yeah, it's in the Galil. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's normal. If you've been to Chotzer, you've got fortifications. You can still see, but probably from a later moment from a later moment in time we find Chotza later on fighting against um, against um, with Sisera against against um, the Reo. yeah so it was a major town it's, in fact it's on the it's on the way you would travel from Mitzrayim to to um, to the, oh, to the Tigris and the and the Euphrates you went up from Ooh, the Derech Astralistim now that was the route that was the route. They went from from Mitzrayim all the way about Derech Eretz Pelishtim. Then they went until you got to to the place here. You got it, Dura. Can you see it on the coast? And then you can't get further because you've got the Carmel Range. So you go in between the Carmel. There's a range, a highland around the Carmel. You can see it's coloured the hill country, as opposed. To, and then there's another range, the end of the central highlands. You go in between that. And you go through, possibly to Megiddo, and, maybe, and all the way through to Hotza, cross over the yard, you know it's easy to cross over, and then you go over all your way to Domestic, and from Domestic you then might yeah. make your way up, um, which we, we mentioned on previous occasions. Anyway, this Hotza, Melech Shumei, Melech Yovei, Melech Hotza, Vayishvach El Yovov, Melech Modain. So he said, right, that's it, we made a coalition, let's, let's do the job. 
So he went to Mod. He spoke to Modain. If you can see, Modain is the next one, just west of the Kinneret. There's Melech Shimrain, and Shimrain is more to the to the west. That's in the middle between the Kinneret and Chaif, and what would now be the coast. There's Melech Achshof, and he's got Achshof, which is suggested as being here, just dropped just a bit north of the Carmel Range, about so I say ten kilometers from the five or ten kilometers from the coast and to all the, the kings so these were the major kings Modai, Chotza and Akshav but all the other kings that were north of the hill countries and all those which would be along the Yarding that's called the Arava Negev Kinaris and those the south of the I'm not sure actually what it means. A rover neged kinaris being joined together. There's no vov, no kinere. So it might mean the arova which was neged. So it didn't go all the way down to places, all the way down towards the Yamamelech, but the the northern part of the river, River Yarden Valley, around the south of the Kinneret, Uvashvela, and also to the low lowland, which suggests to me around more towards the west and then Uvenophos Dur Miyom and that would be Nophos is a is expression of um, the, um, the villages or whatever of Dur of Dur and Dur is actually on the sea so you're actually getting some of the people who are even on the coast so really this is so far as we can see a collection of all the northern ones um, so the hill countries have been done, uh, have done in but now you get a collection of the, of the north and this is perhaps the most populated part of Eretz Yisrael because you've got the, the valley of Israel there there's the very um, fertile land where you get all your where, you, where all the crops would come and that's why you would get a, a large number of people able to live there not so many people can live in the highlands it's more um, subsistence farming whereas that's this down below is where you can actually you might get um, sand, you can't do much with sand so on these very f- fertile lands they got together and then it was a gimel and the Kananim to the east not surprised, that's what he said in, us, in, in last week's age, didn't it? Kananim are on the east and the west they're on the, the Haifa Yom and they're on the and in the and in the yada yada for emayri v'hachiti v'haprizi v'hayavusi v'ha and all of those who were, who were on the on the higher land because although the emayri had joined the five kings the, the the most northern of them we found was Yushalayim maybe maybe um, Gez, Gez maybe Gez had joined in but none of them which were higher than that like Tapuach and Chefer and Tanach none of those are joined in so now they were joining in V'achivi Tachas Chermain the Chivi who lived in the south or underneath the, the Chermain because you can't live on top of the Chermain but you can live <coughs> below the Chermain you know, the land below it Be'eret HaMitzvah and the land of Mitzvah now the Vedak gives two possibilities of the of this Eretz ha a mitzvah. One suggestion is it's a place where you've got a good lookout. And I'm wondering whether it's something like Harmabental, if you've ever been on 
you know, Hamabento. That's the place where you can see right down into into Cunetra and into Syria. It's the, it's the it's a, it's a, it's a, you've got the the Syria. Sorry? The Golan Heights. Yes, and suddenly it comes up to the Golan Heights. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering where the mitzvah there is. That's what the first shot in mitzvah <coughs> is the, high, the, the lookout places. There's only mitzvah immediately. Mm-hmm. But then he mentions a second idea, which mm-hmm. we keep on finding mitzvah as a place where the Jews used to come together to meet. And, um, for example, we had in Shmuel, the Shmuel called together everybody in mitzvah to make a king or to fight against the, the Pelishtim. We've often had Pelagish Begiver, they all came to Mitzvah. It would, would be a bit surprising that they would all come together at a place as high up as, the, um, as over Syria. I mean, it seems a, bit, seems a bit high. You know, it's a bit out of the way. So that would suggest it's, more, it's a more central place. And I'm wondering, um, um, I think you have, a, you have the map there in the front about, do they say where Mitzvah... I've always thought the Mitzvah is in central Eretz Yisrael. Central Eretz Yisrael. A bit north of Yerushalayim. Who is the mitzvah in this one? No, it's not in here. No, no it's not here. This, um, this is where it's going to be. Mitzvah, yes. He puts mitzvah there, which is just north of Yerushalayim. And it's, um, it's just, just, just where Basel is. So, about this, yeah. so that's where I w- always imagined that mitzvah, mitzvah was. Anyway, if that's so, it's, you know, they're moving down quite, quite, you know, it's, it's a coalition going all the way down to Mitzvah, which is not that much northern, north of line. By the way, did you notice that although they attacked all the five kings in their towns, we haven't been told about Yushalayim. Yeah. The whole coalition of the five kings was made by the king of Yushalayim, but he didn't do anything about Yushalayim. We're going to be told about that later. And the reason being the promise that was made to the inhabitants of the Yavusi, but who are now living there. But we'll get to them. And they came out, them, and all their camps with them. There must be other peoples as well. Amrov, an enormous army. We're not told that about the five kings an enormous army. This time we're told Amrov Phenomenally big. As I said, this would be fertile land. Sus No reference before of Sus And I can explain why. In the hill countries, you can't use Sus. You certainly can't use Rechev. Rechev can only be used in the flatlands, which is where they were. And they had an enormous number of these Sus Later on, we find in the Battle of Devaira, there was the same Melechotza, they're not the same person, I mean the same, also fighting against Chotza, they were using um, lots of chariots. Yeah. They all kind of vad, they all came together. To come to a place called May Moroim. And he doesn't, unfortunately, no. tell us where that is. Do you know where that is? No. May Moroim. But obviously it must be still on the flatlands, because otherwise it wouldn't do any point in having their in having their chariot. Don't be afraid. So obviously you don't tell somebody not to be afraid unless they are potentially going to be afraid. 
Yeah, I mean, let's tell you. Um, no, there is, no, there should be a trade with such a massive army. Yeah, it's natural. Oh, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is, he wasn't but afraid in relation to the five kings. Um, he, well, he was actually to an extent. He, he had to be told to to fight them, but but that I didn't understand. Well, yes, I, I take it back. No, I'm wrong. In Prophet Zion of the Puget, did say, I'll tear on him. Though he explained that, that that was due to the fact he was afraid he had no right to, to, to risk Jewish lives for these Givonim. But um, here, it can only be because he's afraid of the, of the um, quantity of people fighting against him. We have said, with all these chariots. So, Yakushbach said, Yeshua, I'll tear on him, don't be afraid. And don't forget, even if you had schusim, sometimes you've used up your schusim, as I've always told. Yeah? You, you can't rely upon a miracle too often. So uh, maybe, and I've always told, Altiwa, don't be afraid, because you might have think well, your schusim was used up. No. Sorry? Yaakov was afraid. The mind of the Rambam counts as a set, as a chet, on the part of, a uh, failing, on the part of, of Yaakov Avinu. You shouldn't have been afraid. But anyway, we don't actually say Yoshua was afraid. He was told in advance, don't be afraid. Tomorrow, this time, on earth, he knows it's Kulam, Chalolim, they'll all be dead, they'll all be carcasses, carcasses, corpses, in front of the inn. This was saying to Ake, and their horses you shall um, lame. There's not to say him, just wait, just and burn up their chariots. They came suddenly to May Mayu. He seems to be good at this gentle work. But even though he's been told, don't be afraid, he's, he's always using stratagems of one type or another. And, um, you know, you might the nest as far as you can and do a bit of ishtadvath. You know, after Yaakov Mavina also did ishtadvath, yeah. no? Before he done So he did some ishtadvath. And he came upon them suddenly, and they fell upon them. But nevertheless, that wouldn't have worked in so many of them. It only worked because the Koshbarcho handed them over. So having done their Ishtadlus, they were then, they were then held by Yakun, and they chased them all the way to Tzidon the Great. Now, obviously there must be another Tzidon called Tzidon not great. Well, if this is talking about Tzidon that we know as Tyre, that's a long way up the coast. They chased them an enormous distance. Yeah. But um, maybe there's another place called Tzidon Labo. This is always the problem, isn't it? That you, you're told about a place, but is it the same place? So I always comment that there's many Newcastles. Yeah. Yeah. And there's many of them, you know, other t- and, and, you know, so you, or, or, you know, so it, it's not clear. And similarly, when you mention the name of a somebody, is he the same person as you spoke about before? Many people called John or Gerald or, or whatever. And so I'm not sure whether Tzidon Rabbo is the same, particularly it's called Tzidon Rabbo. We have therefore many Kodeshes, don't we? Yeah. Kodesh Beinea, yeah. and you have another Kodesh. And also chase them by Misafice Mayim. Now that is a place where you take the water in and you let the water evaporate and you get salt. That's what the um, what Rashi says. Let's do Rashi. But there's Rashi on positive base. Negev Kinnaret, the peoples who are south of the Kinnaret, 
Dolaim Ginusa, the south of the Ginusa, which is which, that's the time the name the name the Chazal call the Kinneret. They call it Ginusa. Ubenafas Doya, Palchetar, the little villages around Doya. Mayim, I'm sorry, Mayim or Miyam? Is it Miyam? Yeah, Miyam. It means to the west. Ma'arova, the west. The 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 um, Mr. First Mind says, Rashtagim Yonason, Chatsay Yamo, Shoisin Chalitsin, they made grooves. Umehayom Yosemitecha, so the sea came in. Venisafi Mechoma Shemesh, and there the, the water evaporated due to the sun. Which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? And he makes salt. Where this place is, I don't know. I mean, the only place I know they do that is around Yamamelech. Yeah. So maybe this is Yamamelech. Yeah. A northern part of, of Yamamelech. But it's, it's difficult to see exactly what it could be because they're, the Yidden are encamped in Gilgal. So, it, so it's, it's difficult to see that it should be actually part of Yamamelech. Maybe somewhere around the coast they do the same, the same act. Yeah? Okay, could be because we said. I mean, he's assuming Tzidon Rabba is actually Tzidon itself. Okay. No. Hold on. This this Vayirafemat Tzidon Rabba. That means the main Tzidon. Yeah. Which is the big Tzidon. Yeah. Which, we, which is well, we know where Sidon is. If it's Sidon, that's that's miles up the coast. I mean, that's, that's where you, where where Shlomo <coughs> is getting his wood, the king of Sidon. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's a long way into Lebanon, a long way into Lebanon. Mm-hmm. You still don't know where it is. I do know where Sidon is. No, no, but not. It's not. It's not on, it's, uh, what? Sorry. Well, I said, if if it's Sidon Rabba means <coughs> the main town, Sidon, the great Sidon, then you've gone up the coast an enormous. Distance, that's you're halfway. Sorry. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems. That, I mean, it seems to be. The, you would. You could. I mean, sometimes it's this. This Saginaya. You call it Sidervava, and really, it's a small town. <laughs> you know. You know sort of, so maybe not. Yeah. But if, if your your chap is right when he says the Misafes Mayim is by Tzidon, the real Tzidon. Well, so yeah. then the first you must. The Ad Bikas Mitzpah Mimizok and to the valley of Mitzpah to the east. Now, um, as we've already said about that, it's either the, it would be the, Bec- the valley to the east, which would be Syria, the east coast, the, uh, as you come down from the Golan Heights, you've got the valley on the, on the, east, on the east, or it's talking about somewhere in the, to this in central area, it's oil, and it's to the east of it. And they will completely destroy this army. Which the Kurdish Baruch said, they will all be made Khalolim for you tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah, just one thing. How did this, all these chapters, because once was written in the Torah, 10 years ago, so it will take them 14 years. There's no indication here whatsoever that this fits in, in that was stated in the Torah. Torah says how long it will take. And the, and the whole thing was. But depending on they shouldn't be in Yerbalem, Chayes and so on. This was, take the person in the toilet, huh? 
Yeah, can you tell me that? First of all, you're asking me on the spur of the moment, so I'm going to answer you on the spur of the moment, and if, if I have time afterwards, I'll, I'll think about it. But that, this, this, that posuk, was it said before the Muraglim? After. No, 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 no. It's, yeah, I'm not speaking with. It's Moshe Rabbeinu who said it later. But was it, was it talking before the Muraglim? And in, in then it might have been a different situation where we were going to come in, as Rashi said, without a fight. And then it may be they were being gradual, to be gradually killed. But, but, but the second answer is more posher. Although he's indeed destroyed all the places on the hill, we're not told at this stage that he's defeated, he's smashed up the, all these towns. This is just the army. So he's killed off the, 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 the men in the army. It doesn't say, we haven't told anything about the women and the children yet. And now Yeshua did as a Kodesh Baruch Hu had told him. And he made lame, made lame the Susem. Now that suggests the word Sivor, so Yaas, he did as Hashem had told him, yes. means that Kodesh Baruch Hu had actually told him to do it. If you look back to Pozuk Vov, this will happen. When it said verse Hussein to Akim, was that a tzivoy or was it just a fact? You can do it. Here it does almost sound like this was a mitzvah to do it. But the master, well, whether it was a mitzvah or maybe the Abishta was saying what they were going to do, he did do it. Now this actually does create two separate problems. First of all, it's the very least of Tzab Alechaim. You are injuring these animals, never. And, it's, and it also comes under Tzab Alechaim. It's also Hashkosa. You mustn't go around destroying things. Why are you being Ma'akar the Susim? And the answer seems to be, the way the Rishonim are putting it, in those days horses were not used except for battle, for fighting. You, it's not like we think nowadays that the horse is being used to take you around from one place to another. But they seem to be using parrot for that. They didn't seem to be using horses. Horses was used for, for battle. So, now, I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe they hadn't trained horses. But they had. Yeah? They cut the tendon of the joint yes. and the hind leg. Yes. The practice does not seem to have been unusual. Yes. Purpose being to make them unfit as war horses yes. and employable only for domestic occupation. Oh, I see. So you say this still would be used. See, I saw the Reduck. The way the Reduck puts it is that they wouldn't be able to do much at all and they would have to rely upon being there's about food around where they were. They would have a difficulty in moving around after that. And he said, otherwise, if, they, if there's food where they are, they will fodder, they will live, and if not, so be it. I mean, it may be he was also thinking of animal cruelty when he <laughs> said it's the tendon. It almost suggested for the doubt they chopped off the leg. But, uh, okay, more sensible to, to, to just to cut the tendon. I mean, I call upon him, I understand what you're saying. If they just made it suitable for domestic purposes, you wouldn't be able to ride. With it. But what, I'm not quite sure what you'd do. You wouldn't be able to, what, what domestic would you do? Pulling things along, isn't it? Would they, if, if they've got, if they can't walk very well? Maybe. They seem to, the way the duck puts it, they're now useless. Uh, they're, they're going to be now useless once you've been marker them. But, um, 
No, well, he seems to say the only purposes they were using was war, so therefore they had no purpose anymore. Uh, they would have no, they would not be able to be used. So, but why didn't they use? Didn't join them into their? You know, they, they also found it sinless. Now, to answer first, let's deal with this thing first. There is the issue of tzabalechayim is only when you're doing it for no reason. You are allowed to to ride on a horse. Don't think the horse likes being ridden on it. Even if the English people think that they're they're kind to animals, mm-hmm. do you really think the animal likes having somebody on top of it and giving it a patch every now and then when it doesn't go in the right direction? They have to break in the horse. You have to train it to what to do. So horses, animals aren't then the Abish to made animals for human beings to use, not to hurt them for no reason. But you are allowed to use it for their purposes. Therefore, for example, when a king used to die, they used to often do things like that, as you say. If therefore that is a purpose, is not called tzabale. It's not called tzabale chaim. But in addition, there's a famous tshuva of Nehemiah where he's worried about somebody wanted to be a beater. Is employed as a beater at at a at one of these um, um, hunts. So he was going to be the man who was going to sort of uh, you know to, to drag, get the animals out. So then they, the the the, the hunt could continue. So the hunt is, he said, is clearly tabale time. You're not allowed to make animals suffer just for the sake of a sport. You know, like the, the, those, those who care so much about animals and they take for a fish and you capture a fish after many hours, oh, I've done it, and you throw it back in the, in the water. So what do you do it for? If you want to eat it, for say. But if you want, you just want to do it to, to, to show you can, you can catch it and then you throw it back in, that's Tabale Chaim. I'll call upon him, so he, he, he says there that, um, what do I want to say? Um, um, I got lost now. I moved away from what I was. It's not Tabale. Oh, yeah, so the Goyim are here. So they talk about Tabale Chaim. But they, um, so there's the beaters as well. So they, they're having a hunt and enjoying themselves catching the fox or whatever. So could he be a beater? So nobody would say, yeah, you can be a beater because you're, not do- you're doing it for Toeras, you're getting guilt. For you, it's not Tabale Chaim. You're not making the animal suffer for no reason. You're doing it to become a, to get to get money. They are people who, who are Tabale. Though he does end up, it's not a really good job for a Jew. It's, 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 it's not one of the, be- the better types of umdas you could have. So, so there, it, it, if it's, there's a purpose here, it would be Mutter. And um, but the question is, why did they do it? And the way, the way it's put by the Rishonim is that this is a case where the Abishtah is requiring us to do something we normally would not do. Normally, right the way through, we said our job is, is not to be Magdalene's. Our job is to go through with normal Hishtadlus, as I saw, as I pointed out, Yeshua attacked them, Pisayim. We had, in the case of I, he had a whole plan. You try to do things, but they're doing things normal, be Mamait the Ness as much as possible. Maybe you're not, you don't deserve a Ness. Whereas here, what he's doing, what they were told to do is, do not have too many horses. If you've got all these horses and chariots, you'll begin to think, Ich bin, yeah? Yeah, you'll think yourself to be important. And Abishta said, I don't want this. I want, actually want you to, to make use, useless these, these horses, burn these chariots. I want you still to always feel inferior to a degree when you're fighting against the enemy. So you have to govern and you have to be aware that I've given you Atzola and uh, that's the purpose. So... So, just one more positive. For Yoshev Yeshua Beisahi, that is because they were in the town of where this place was, and, and they've gone all the way from the battle, they've gone up all the way to Sidon. So now they have to go back to Eretz Israel, going south. 
So the town of Chotzer, the main town, that one he did capture, this Malka, he this was the the main the main the main town. So let's let's just pause here but, um, because I have to, to talk about his strategy. Essentially, what then happens is, having had this this fast action, he now takes seven years to do the rest of it. He now goes slow, uh, to which he's criticised. 